Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to Sounds Fake But Okay, a podcast where an arrow ace girl. I'm Sarah. That's me. And a bi-demisexual girl. That's me, Kayla. Talk about all things to do with love, relationships, sexuality, and pretty much anything else that we just don't understand. On today's episode, pet names. Sounds, Sounds fake, fake, but, but okay. okay. Welcome back to the pod. Raise your hand if you know what the word slabby means. I'm raising my hand. Good. It's not a real word for everyone who's like, what the fuck does slabby mean? But if you know Kayla, contextually, it makes perfect sense. And Dean is just foolish. I thought slabby was a you word. Me? Yeah. I don't think I've ever said that. Well. <laughs> anyway... Hi, how was everyone's break? Mine kind of sucked. How about you? <laughs> yeah? <laughs> yeah. It's a good thing we were on break, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was um, well-timed. Yeah, I had some absolute chaos in my personal life. Kayla kept going places. And I'm still going to do keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, I impromptu had to go a place. Uh, it was a, it's been an interesting July, but you know what? It's over now. Uh, yeah, and now we're back. I am still doing a lot of traveling in August, so we'll see how that affects the schedule, but... Yes, indeed. Here it's we are. chaos over here at SFBO. Truly, and I'm moving. We're so behind on everything. <laughs> it's really bad, because our break wasn't really a break, and it's, you know... Our break was supposed to be us, like, catching up on things, and then you know what we didn't do. Well, but that's because of extenuating circumstances. It is. It's not, really, it's not really our fault. It's not, but, ugh. Well, I hope everyone's break was better than ours. <laughs> yes. But we are back. We are back in your funky little ears, and it is time for some podcasting. Mm-hmm. Do we have any housekeeping? Um, I cannot think of any housekeeping. Okay. Then let's go. Kayla, what are we talking about this week? This week, uh, inspired by a viral tweet of a, a Reddit post, mm -hmm. going to be talking about pet names. Yeah. Kayla and I both saw this tweet independently of one another. Yes. And I sent it to her, and I was not the first person to have sent it to her. No, because it's very, um, it's giving Dean- you know? Yeah. Who's who's Dean, Kayla? Not everyone knows who Dean is. Oh, my! it's my, my boyfriend, my partner. Yeah. This is just something that he would do and frankly does, so. Yeah. So let's just start with that. Yeah. I can read this post. It's okay. on r slash relationship underscore advice, and it's from user adorable underscore physics 4431. <clears throat> my boyfriend won't stop calling me Tony Pizza. <laughs> I, female 21, and my boyfriend, male 21, currently live together and have been together for about four months. To explain why we were living together at the four-month mark, we started out as roommates but then started dating. I have to say my boyfriend has never been good at pet names. Some early ones were Little Stubster and Sour Meat. One of my nicknames for him, in comparison, is Little Bird. 
Anyway, about two weeks ago, he starts calling me Tony Pizza. This doesn't even make sense, and he uses it more than my actual name. He is obsessed. It honestly bothers me that he can't even bother to find a somewhat nice nickname for me. I have had a couple of conversations with him about it, but he says he just can't think of anything better. What do I do? Is this going to become a bigger problem, or should I even address it? I hate being Tony Pizza. (laughs) I just... I would love to be Tony Pizza. If you can't appreciate that your boyfriend calls you Tony Pizza, maybe it's not meant to be. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't have the same sense of humor to be appreciating being called sour meat and Tony Pizza, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's great. When I read this, I was like, I would absolutely rather be called Tony Pizza than Little Bird. Are you kidding? It's it's very good. Tony Pizza is excellent. (laughs) I don't think that Dean has ever had anything as good as Tony Pizza for me. The the most the, the most common one recently has been Little Boy. Mm-hmm. And at this point, it's turned into all of our friends calling each other Little Boy. And when I came I call home, myself Little Boy. Yeah, it's it's been far reaching. Like several times recently, I've looked in the mirror and been like, "Oh, that's a little boy." <laughs> It has gotten to the point where last night I came home from the airport and Dean was here and our friends were here waiting for me and they just started chanting little boy when I came in the door. Oh my God. So, yeah. Excellent. Anyway, so. I think that says a lot about the kind of people we are, though. Oh, I mean, yeah, we're Tony Pizza people, you know? Yeah. I know some people take pet names very seriously. I don't really like pet names well do we want to for people who might not know exactly what we're talking about kind of define a pet yes name? please kayla do it yeah so i think a, a pet name is it's like a nickname but most often used between like romantic partners i feel like you can have one for a friend too yeah. um but things like babe or honey or like sweetheart are like typical mm-hmm. ones but then obviously you have more custom ones like Little right. Bird or Tony Pizza. Yes, or Sour Meat. Or Sour Meat. And like a lot of times they're meant to be like kind of like cutesy. And there are, as Kayla said, there are like standard ones. There's like Babe, Baby, Honey, Broski. <laughs> That's not a standard one. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, Broski. But I lost track because I said Broski. I distracted myself by saying Broski. But yeah, there are, you know, people, some people are very into pet names and they have, they come up with a very specific pet name for their significant other. Um, And it's not a nickname because it's not usually based in what their name is. Right. Like a nickname would be like Elizabeth turning into Liz. Yeah. Or like I call Kayla Kale or sometimes Kala. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a nickname, but if I were to call Kayla Tony Pizza, <laughs> that would be a pet name. I wish, and I wish you would. What What if the person is named Tony? Would Tony Pizza be a nickname? Uh, I feel like it, oh man, no, no, I don't think so. I okay. Well, it's complicated. Oh no. I, I, guess I think it might be a nickname. That's the hard thing about, because I think... Uh, a nickname and a pet name could be the same thing, but it depends on the relationship you have with the person. Yeah. Because, like, if your boyfriend calls you Tony Pizza, maybe that's a pet name. But if your friend calls you Tony Pizza, then that's your nickname. Yeah. 
I don't know. It 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 gets kind of complicated, much like all things to do with romantic relationships. Yes. But yeah. Uh they're very common. I know they're common amongst various cultures and you know different different pet names have different connotations. Another another thing I think uh that I'm aware of specifically in the United States is a lot of times if people who you are not in a relationship with call you honey or like sweetie it's very demeaning it can it can come off as really patronizing unless it's like a really nice old southern woman yes (laughs) (laughs) um it really it 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 really really depends on context and so you know sweetie or honey can be like a nice pet name but it also can be um like okay sweetie yeah um in a in a negative way do you have certain pet names that like make you uncomfortable to hear i don't like baby interesting okay i know that's like kind of a hot take because it's very common although i have recently started referring to various pets as baby but i think that's okay because they are pets that's different i call my names yes (laughs) I call my pets baby all the time. Yeah, I I don't love baby and I don't know what it is about it. Um because babe is okay. Mm-hmm. Um I I don't I don't love it, but it like it's fine. I don't particularly like it when my sister's fiance says it to my sister, but that's just because that's my sister, ew. Um cutie, <laughs> That's gross. fair. But yeah, first I don't know what it is about babe that is better than baby to me. <laughs> I feel like I like I cannot I don't know if it's something to do with the like more diminutive nature of baby like referring to someone as a baby like I and if someone says like like jokingly or like in reference to a friend like oh that's my baby or like in reference to a pet I'm like that's fine but as soon as you say that about a significant other I'm like get out of my house Mm. yeah I I don't know what it is I don't know I'm trying to think of like what the real difference between babe and baby is but it's some there's know. something in my head that just yeah. differentiates them. Yeah, I had a my like first boyfriend in high school really didn't like babe. And so there were a few times where I like I think I like slipped up and called him that or something, and he was like, What are you doing? And I was like, Oh no, everyone <laughs> oh, else says okay. it. I'm sorry. Are there any that you like really like or don't like? No, I don't think so. I do think that things like honey or sweetheart feel a lot older to me. Like, yeah. And I also. They're they're either old school or offensive, depending on how they're used. Yeah. Like, it just, I feel like it's something that like a parent or a grandparent would like call their significant other. Yeah. Oh my God. You know what I hate? No. Oh, you know what I hate so bad? No. Hubby. I also hate that very much. Like, wifey is bad, but it's not as bad for some reason as hubby. Hubby is just, like, absolute. And that only works if you're married because it's, like, it's a play on husband. Yeah. I hate it. it. No, I completely agree. It's very bad. My grandma would call my grandpa that. Not, like, in, like, conversation, but, like... On Christmas presents, sometimes no. it would say to my grandpa's name from my grandma's name. And sometimes it would say to hubby from wifey. Mm. And I hated that so much. That's yucky. 
Yeah, I don't like that one. I also think that one I associate very much with a specific type of person. Yeah. Um, and maybe it, that's the reason I hate it is because those people have like ruined it. Yeah, it's like the the heteronormative. It like, feels like things like a. It's like a Karen. It's giving Karen or like young Christian wife. My grandma is named Karen. Well, so I don't know what that means. There you go. <laughs> I get weirded out sometimes when I hear period. People like my parents' age or older saying babe, because for some reason I just associate that it feels with younger. Like younger people. Yeah. That one also, and maybe I'm just, I'm probably just ageist, but I don't know. That one always like kind of throws me off. I think also because my, my parents don't really call each other any pet names. Yeah, my parents don't either, thank God. They just use their first names. <laughs> or like my mom will call my dad like Kev instead of Kevin. But yeah. You know, that's his name. Yeah, yeah. that's his name. <laughs> that's just a nickname. Yes. That's more, of, that's more of a nickname, less of a pet name. Yeah. I found an article from Scientific American mm-hmm. about pet names. Hit me with it. If you would like to hear some of it. So it's like kind of a, it's kind of a longer article. I don't know that we need to read um, the entire thing. But it does, it reminded me of something of just pet names that are common, like, in other languages, just like we have, you know, honey and sweetheart and everything. Mm. Uh, French has mon petit chou, which is my little cabbage, which is very <laughs> good. Um, there's a lot. In well, in, in, in Korean, there's um, yobo, which is specific to married couples. Like, if you're not married, you can still say it. But, like, it, it implies that you are married, which is interesting. What does it mean? It's it's just like honey or sweetheart. Like it's yeah in that realm. Interesting. Um, so yeah, this this article. Let me see what it's called so you can, people can find it. It's called "Why Do We Use Pet Names in Relationships?" It's on Scientific American. So it kind of starts with you know just opening to the blog or whatever. Mm. And then then it says, but if you scour in scientific literature for research on pet names and relationship happiness, you'll likely come come upon one standout paper. It's called Sweet Pea and Pussycat, an examination of idiom use and marital satisfaction over the life cycle. Uh, It appeared Hmm. in the Journal of Social and Personal Relationships in 1993. And someone named Carol J. Barres led the study for her master's thesis. So she says, I fell in love with the idea that I could look at the micro moments that create relationships. Uh, And she's now the director of family studies at the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul. She said that to her, a relationship is a mini culture onto itself, reinforced by rituals such as nicknames and other private language. The terms of endearment are important when conflicts arise, arise, she says, allowing a natural recourse to humor and playfulness when things get rough. I really like that way of looking at relationships as a mini culture because yeah. I think it's very true. Like you have, and it's true of friendships too. You kind of have a cycle of inside jokes that will come and go at certain points. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that way of looking at it. Um, yeah, I do too. She says, I think it's a really human natural behavior to take language and shape it for our own purposes. I like how that that's how nicknames evolve. We name things, we give things symbols, and over time we tend to naturally manipulate those symbols toward a certain outcome. Hmm. So their study specifically looked at the relationship between nicknames and the satisfaction of married people, which I think is super interesting. Yeah. 
They use a term called idiosyncratic communication to talk about nicknames, expressions of affection, and other sorts of insider language. And they found that idiosyncratic communication is associated with marital satisfaction and couples in their first five years of marriage without children report using the most idioms. That's interesting. It's like over time, it kind of goes away, it seems. Yeah, it's like it's like a honeymoon period sort of thing. Yeah. So she said, but rather than these private words and phrases dying off over time, for us things, they become so ingrained in a relationship that long term married couples may stop recognizing them as special. So maybe they don't go away and they just kind of see it as normal. Yeah, it's just like the name that I refer to you as. Yeah. So for the study, 154 um, married people completed a survey. The, the main thing, the conclusion she came to was that these, this kind of communication relates to marital satisfaction. So then there's, um, and it goes on to talk about a, another researcher, Pepper Schwartz, which is a very good name. <laughs> um, who's a professor of sociology at University of Washington. And she co-authored a book called The Normal Bar, where they collected data from over 100,000 people about things related to relationship happiness and nicknames, things like that. Um, so they found that two-thirds of U.S. respondents said they used pet names in their relationships. And um, of people who reported that they were in very happy relationships, 76% of those people use nicknames. So mm-hmm. kind of the same thing, a very high correlation to yeah. that. Um, Satisfaction in relationships. Yeah. I mean, I think if you are in a shitty relationship, you're not going to want to be like, babe, like you're not going to want to yeah. use like a cutesy or like a loving name. Like you'll just be like, Joseph. <laughs> yeah. Um this is interesting. So this person, Schwartz, said that she thinks of pet names as kind of a shorthand for affection. So mm-hmm. that it can be easier to say, like, hey, babe, you look great, rather than saying, I love you. It's kind of like lower stakes, I guess. But because yeah. there's that affectionate name, it still kind of gets the point across. Yeah. Hey, Tony Pizza, you look great. I mean, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this other person's talking about how it's a special intimacy because those kind of names are reserved for your significant other, um, which is interesting to me because I definitely have several friends who like call their friends babe and are like yeah. very liberal with the use of pet names for their friends. I would be interested to know if. Yeah, some people are just like that. Yeah, if that's like a specific type of person. I also think people who are very liberal with use of pet names, like for their friends and stuff, I'm curious to see how that impacts if they are in like a romantic sexual relationship, like how that impacts how they use pet names with their partner. I would also Mm. love to see a study on the use of pet names in QPRs. Yeah. I think that would be fascinating. I have uh, the last part of this article that I am not, I think is stupid. Are you ready? Yeah. So there's this one expert, Maggie Arana, who this uh, person writing this article talked to, um, who wrote a book called Stop Calling Him Honey and Start Having Sex. Uh, and this person uh. is, uh, advises against pet names because they argue that the names contribute to roommate syndrome when a relationship goes from being a sexual one to a chaste friendship. Imagine thinking, imagine thinking. That you have to have sex for your relationship to be meaningful. Mm-hmm. 
So this whole book is, I guess, talk is these authors talking about like personal anecdotes and other people's anecdotes about relationships, like going down this trend of like being sexual to more like friend based. Um, that I, that happens over time. Yes, that's a very natural thing to happen. It's a it's a it's a honeymoon period thing again. Yes. Like some people just have very high sex drives and will continue to have a lot of sex as their relationship gets more established. But oftentimes people won't necessarily do that. Oh, this also is talking about why some people don't like baby. Um, mm. It's talking about kind of the the gender differences between a lot of pet names that mm. – um, Women may often take on names of tasty objects like muffin, while men will get kind of more macho ones like Big Daddy Rabbit, which I don't Big know where Daddy that, Rabbit. I don't know where that uh, that comes from. You know what I've you know what I've liked recently? There's there's some TikTok filter where it like gives you a random like nickname generator, yes. but they're all weird. And then it's like, whichever one you get, refer to your significant other as that and see how they respond. Those are good. (laughs) That is good. Uh, And then, yeah, they say that calling someone baby could suggest that the person is inferior to you. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, this is a very interesting article. But I think it also could imply, I think it also could imply that, like, you want to take care of them. Yeah, that's true. Um, but for some very for some very heteronormative, uber masculine in a harmful way, men that might be something that they don't want. Right, exactly. They don't want to be coddled. You know what's a anyway? Yeah, go read this article. It's very good, and there's I'm sure a lot of other ones. But you know what, Nick, like pet name I've been hearing a lot on like TikTok mm. is stink. Have you heard this? No, I don't know where it came from or why it happened. But all of a sudden, because I don't know anyone in my real life that uses it. So it's only been because of TikTok that I've heard people like calling their significant other stink. I don't understand. But, you know, if that makes them happy, then go for it. Tony Pizza it up. I want to find a pet name generator. Oh, no, but it's just doing a generator for names for your pets. Type in like. Pet name generator. Okay, romantic pet name generator. I'm going to try to find a good one for you. Okay. I'm going to try to find your Tony Pizza. It's just so so annoying because Tony Pizza is a perfect pet name and it's being wasted on someone who doesn't like it. Yeah. This, okay, I'm on the same website and it's interesting because it says, need an original pet name for your love interest, husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, romantic partner, friend with benefits. Or if you are just a player at the bar. It's interesting to me that they specifically mentioned friend with benefits as someone you would have a pet name for. I feel like you are not supposed to have a pet. Because I feel like pet names are a role or romantic thing than sexual thing. Like it implies a certain amount of emotional attachment. Yeah, I think. But there are also certain names that people will like only like certain pet names that people will only use during sex. I feel like that's a thing. Mm, Maybe. You know. Uh, do you want to know what name that this gave me? Yeah. Wide-eyed, cream-filled bull shark. There is a lot I don't like about that. So, I don't know. And it's primarily in the cream-filled arena. Jolly Muffin Penguin? These are too long. Magnificent Apple Pie Penguin is what I've got. Mm. Wide-eyed Coconut Bee. 
wide-eyed jello bee. Bashful cheese sheep. Scrumptious angel long. cake bat. <laughs> if you took out the bat, I could see people saying that. Exotic lava panda. <laughs> what are, like, who, what is happening? Okay. Love nickname generator. Everything. Buttercup. Doodle. <laughs> Funny bunny. Dream love. Sparky. Pork chop. Snooky. Bright eyes. Tum tums. I hate tum tums. Um. Soda pop. Muppet. Sugar. Stud muffet. Steam bums. Tum tums again. I just found an article from menshealth.com that says, oh, it's from the 12th of this month. Here are 123 nicknames to call your girlfriend, wife, or partner. Mm. Okay, we got a bunch of classic ones. What do you think about people calling their significant other like their king or queen? Uh, In an ironic way, I think I like it. But I think it is a little weird, I think, because it gives a... um, What's the word I'm looking for? It it differentiates, um, like, it puts one of you above the other, you know? Yeah. Oh, this is another one that I don't think I like. That kind of reminds me of hubby is Bubba. Mm, don't like that. That's another thing that I feel like recently I've seen a lot of like girls calling their boyfriends that, especially. Kiddo? This what? Why would you call your... Okay, but I've Here's heard... Here's looking at you, kid. Okay, but I've heard that. Like, I've heard people call their significant others, like, kid. And I feel like it's always the guy calling the girl kid. Hmm. I guess if they're, like, younger than you, but not in, like, a weird way, <laughs> you know? I don't know. Yeah. I This website says peanut butt, which is funny because when <laughs> I was a child, uh, one of my friends actually, someone that I danced with because I did competitive dance briefly, and uh, she called me peanut butt because I had no butt. I feel like peanuts are like, but they're round. Yeah, but the size of a peanut. Ah, uh, I see. This article isn't fun. These are all like, Boring, normal. Tiger toes. Meatball. This is suggesting meatball. Why is stud muffin a thing? Let's discuss. Let me Google it. Monkey buns. I think it's the similar thing of like, you would call like your girlfriend muffin and you would call your boyfriend stud muffin. It's that like gender thing. What if you called them muffin top? I don't think a lot of people would like that. Hot cha-cha. Okay, wait. I found, I found the origin of stud muffin, I think. Okay. Uh, okay, it seems um, debated, but according to a 1988 Washington Post article about himbos, the male equivalent of bimbos, which I did not mm-hmm. realize was, I thought himbo was a newer term, but apparently not. I love um, that. The term stud muffin was allegedly devised by American comedian Lily Tomlin, but... The Oxford English Dictionary says that Canada might have come up with it e- earlier. So, So I found this website. It's funstuff.pantomimepony.co.uk. Oh. It looks like it was designed in 2006, but it claims to be circa 2011. I asked it to give me a pet name, and it said, My Kissable Snog Nana. No. Um disclaimer this disclaimer that this website gives 
These phrases produced by the romantic pet name generator are not guaranteed to produce romantic attraction. Please check suitability before use. We are not responsible for any consequences resulting from inappropriate pet name use. Prolonged use of the generator may cause nausea. <laughs> um, I mean, that seems to be the case in the, in the case of Tony Pizza. Oh, no, not my clever lickle puss. <laughs> <gasps> no. <laughs> my hot little sprout. Okay, okay here's the thing. Okay, that one's good. This one, um, my cheeky bounce duckling. Parked him in. That's what that is. Um, if you know, you know. There's also a, ta- a tab on this website for ex-lover insults. And I am <laughs> really interested. Honestly? Yes. My repulsive flange cakes. <laughs> okay. My self-satisfied midget limpet. Which I don't think midget is a PC term. But my feckless nag gimp. <laughs> This one, this one also includes a disclaimer. The phrases produced by the unromantic pet name generator are not suitable for use. Please don't use them. They will only make things worse. And we are not responsible for any consequences resulting from their use. Prolonged use of the generator may cause extreme bitterness. Time to move on. My bony belly witch. That's good. That's good. That's good. I just got so excited by my bony belly witch that I definitely made the microphone peak. I. My eye-watering sick princess. My leering spleen knickers. I. My blundering burp lemon. (laughs) This is where I live. I live here now. I don't. I don't. Oh my god, there's also a love letter writer. Okay, oh my god. That, now that I want. My sweet fill in the blank name. Um, I mean this with all my heart. You are an unexpected pay raise. <laughs> you make me feel like every day is precious. I want to take you away from your life of drudgery and snatch you away to a remote and romantic island. And when we reach our destination, I shall catch you a unicorn. I must enfold you in my embrace. I yearn to look into those gorgeous eyes of yours. I feel a warm glow whenever I am near you. Yours always and forever. Name. So this is just bad libs. Yeah. Disclaimer. All results are randomly generated. Please be sure that what? the content is appropriate for the recipient. If symptoms of nausea occur, stop reading immediately. What is this nausea? <laughs> wait, this one's... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me read you this one. My darling name, I need to tell you, you are a win on the lottery. You make me feel like every day is precious. I want to take you away from this place of drudgery and pick you up and carry you to a remote and romantic island. And when we reach our destination, I shall fill your head with dreams. How I want to grab your hand. I want to feel the softness of your touch. I cherished your friendship. Forever yours. Name. I think this is botanic. I just. I'm going to close this because I could sit here all day. Yeah. (laughs) It's making my brain hurt, I think. I got really excited. (laughs) Um, Anyway, in conclusion, pet names, question mark? Yeah, true. I think that covers it. I'm already thinking about polls, so let's just go for it. Um, I think 
I don't know if it should be a multiple choice poll or an open-ended poll, but I want to know the worst pet names people have encountered. I want to know the best ones. Okay, then we can have two. Okay. The best, Tony Pizza. The worst, Hubby. Got it. Yes. Because, yeah, I want to know the other, because, like, to me, I prefer pet names that are custom, such as a Tony Pizza. And I want to hear the other, like, weird ones that people have. Yeah. And I think to bring it back to the very first Reddit poster, Tony Pizza, I think if you can't appreciate that your boyfriend calls you Tony Pizza, then you need to reevaluate your relationship. And if, if you can't take him at his Tony Pizza, you do not deserve him. At his little bird. At his little bird. <laughs> <laughs> and I've always said that. Also, here's my question. Does the boyfriend think these are good? Like, the boyfriend has said that, like, he's not good at coming up with pet names, but, like, does the boyfriend realize how absurd Tony Pizza is? Or is the boyfriend like, this is my genuine attempt? I hope he knows how good it is. I hope he doesn't listen to his Sour meat. (laughs) Sour meat is so good. Uh, All right. Great. Well, you can find that poll. No. You can, but not yet. Kayla, what's your beef and your juice this week? Oh, my. Um, My beef is just that I'm very tired. I have been doing a lot of traveling this summer, and it is not done yet. Um, And it's all good things, but I am a homebody. So I yeah. like, being off of my routine is, like, really not good for me. Um, yeah. So it's just been tough. Same. But, yeah. Uh, juice is where I was this past week was, um, going to meet all of my coworkers. We had like a little, I don't know, retreat type thing with all of my coworkers and I'd never met them before cause I work remotely. Um, and it was just very nice cause we're all friends and we get along really well. So it was very nice Yay. to see them. That's good. Yeah. My beef is that I'm easily overwhelmed. My juice <laughs> is that I recently discovered, so my childhood dog, her name is Sadie, um, she is 14, and she has a sensitive tummy. <laughs> and Same. so she occasionally, I think she, sometimes they give her kibble, but mostly she gets chicken and rice for every meal, which is absolutely delightful for her. Um, and, like, she also takes a bunch of pills because she's 14. And <laughs> um, we used to give them to her in, like, pill pockets, but now... We can't because they have too much fat content in them. So my God. dad just just wraps her pills in chicken. <laughs> um, and then but this is this is a sidebar. But and then when Rosie, my sister's dog, is there, my dad is Rosie's favorite person in the world. And um, and so he'll be giving Sadie her 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 medicine, and he'll so he'll he'll give Sadie like a medicine wrapped in chicken and he gives one to her and then he just gives a piece of chicken to rosie and then he gives sadie another pill wrapped in chicken and then he gives another piece of chicken to rosie and it's absolutely delightful anyway what i found out recently is that my father buys organic rice for for my my god (laughs) he buys like the good rice and then you know what i found out today apparently so my dad has a meat dealer. <laughs> he's like mm-hmm. he's two different meat dealers, but his 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 one meat dealer turns out he gets Sadie's chicken from the meat dealer. <laughs> my God, he this dog eats better than I do. 
I know. He claims it's cheaper and he can get 10 pound bags. But like no. this dog, Sadie is eating the good shit. <laughs> For her, man. And I simply love them. My dad used to do the same thing when we lived with them during the pandemic. Um, my old dog was ill and was taking pills. So my dad would wrap it in like nasty Velveeta cheese and give it to our dog. Yeah. But then Billy, yeah. my cat, would get jealous. And so that he would also give cheese to Billy. And so every morning right. when she heard the pill bottles shaking, Billy would like come running yeah. through the house come for running. cheese. To have some morning cheese. cheese. Her morning cheese. Wait, yeah. speaking of um, pet names, hold on. Yeah. I just thought of something. Do you know the TikTok audio that's like, my sweet cheese, my rotten soldier, my good time boy? No. It's so good. And it's all, it's full of, it's, imagine calling someone your rotten soldier. My rotten soldier. It's very good. Very nice. Anyway. Um. Okay, great. Uh, so you can answer our poll, tell us about the best and the worst of the pet names that you've encountered, and tell us about your own beef and juice, if you feel so inclined, um, on our social media, at SoundsFakePod. We also have a Patreon, if you would like to support us there. Shout out to the new patrons who signed up during our break. Um, yeah, we have a couple new two. Yeah, we have a couple new $2 patrons, Blue Turtle, Empty Toaster, and, oh wait, it's just those two. Those wait, are, those are also great pet names. <laughs> empty toaster excellent excellent stuff very good also good atomic toaster yes so shout out to blue turtle and empty toaster um our five dollar patrons who we are promoting this week are adam klager alex Estar, alex is in space amanda kiker and ariel laxo um thank you to all of you our ten dollar patrons who are promoting something this week are Rosie Costello, my lovely niece, who would like to promote Big Water Bulls. Sidebar, um, Big Water Bulls are lakes, for context. Um, <laughs> Rosie was swimming. My grandparents live on a lake. Rosie was swimming in the lake. We had been throwing the ball. There were geese all about. Canadian geese, those fuckers. And uh, she had been ignoring the geese. She had just been swimming to get the ball and coming back. She was not on, like, a line or anything because she is fairly trustworthy. <laughs> um, I threw the ball a little too far. Oh, kind of into the geese. <laughs> um. Uh, she uh, got distracted by the geese. Um, but here's the thing. She didn't give a shit about the geese. What she cared about were the ducks. There were also some ducks. And I guess me throwing the ball into the geese made her realize the ducks were right there for the taking. So she abandons the ball. Oh, no. And starts swimming after the ducks. She swims into the middle of the lake. It's not a huge lake, but like... That's still... She... <laughs> I have a video of it. She She's just off in the distance chasing the ducks. And my sister and her fiancé are, like, on the shore, like, trying to get her to come. And she does not give a fuck. <laughs> she, she's like, she's like, this is the best day of my life. I'm chasing ducks. I um, feel like your sister and her fiancé have a very hard time with their animals getting loose. Because their cat once got on the roof. 
Yeah. And apparently recently my sister's fiance was leaving for work, had shut the door, was like going to her car, happened to turn around, saw that their cat arugula was sitting on the sidewalk outside their apartment. And she was like, how the fuck did you get there? (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Anyway, um, TLDR eventually Rosie came back, but they were concerned because um, she's the kind of dog who she could be, like, hacking up water, choking, like, so tired, and she will keep swimming. Like, she just, she loves swimming. And so they were kind of concerned (laughs) that she was just never going to come back. Or that she would get out um, in someone else's yard and then run towards the road or something. (laughs) Um, Good lord. Anyway, eventually she came back. After that, she was banned from swimming off-leash, and they got her a 100-yard line from Ace Hardware. (laughs) Um, that she now has to be attached to when she's swimming. <laughs> but Rosie still loves big water bowls. She really does. For her, to be honest. Oh, man. Back to our $10 patrons. Barefoot Backpacker, who would like to promote their podcast, Travel Tales from Beyond the Brochure. The Steve, who would like to promote Ecosia, Surf Dungeon for the Trees. And we have a new $10 patron. It is Zeke Teo. Zeke L. Teo. Zeke. I don't know. I don't know what it's supposed to be. I don't know what you want to promote. So would you uh would you would you let me know? Thank you for your support. You're cool. Zekel Tail. Um our other ten dollar <laughs> patrons who are not promoting anything this week are Arknas, R.E.K., Benjamin Ibarra, Alex and Changing the Ace Cat, David J, David Nurse, Derek and Carissa, Cinnamon Toast Punch, My Aunt Jeannie, Maggie Capello, Martin, Giselle, Maddie, Potato, and Purple Haze. Our $15 patrons are Andrew Hillam, who'd like to promote the Invisible Spectrum podcast, Click for Caroline, who'd like to promote Ace of Hearts, Dia Chappelle, who'd like to promote twitch.tv slash Melody Dia, Hector Maria, who'd like to promote friends that are supportive, constructive, and help you grow as a better person, Kezia Root, Kezia? I don't think, Kezia, you never told me. Is it Kezia? Um, who would like to promote the new hyperfixation, which is starting a coffee trailer that they're far too broke to start as a 19-year-old. Nathaniel White, who would like to promote NathanielJWitDesigns.com. Kayla Zantnina, who's, who would like to promote at KateMaggart.art. And Sarah Jones, who's at Eternal Lolly Everywhere. Our $20 patrons are Sabrina Hawk. Merry Christmas, Sabrina. We're finally getting within the, si- we're in, we're within six months, y'all. <laughs> um, getting there. And Dragonfly, who would like to promote my mom thanks for listening tune in next sunday for more of us in your ears until then take good care of your cocks